Blog Talk Radio. Fantasy sports and politics. You want to talk back? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got your little views, you know I got mine. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We're talking fantasy sports and politics. FSP, and guess what? I'm back on the air. My mouth's a little uh, dry, and my throat's a little scratchy, but I'm back. And I've got some stuff to talk about. i got plenty of stuff to talk about, actually. But on today's episode, I'm going to try to keep it sports-related. Now, the show's called Fantasy Sports and Politics. The political side to everything in the world of sports, as well as politics. Here's the deal. There's a lot of stuff that's bothering me. A lot. A whole heck of a lot. And I'm going to touch upon it, probably, mainly because um, I have this platform and... I'm not going to let anyone silence me or 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 use their grade or position to obtain pleasure profit or their personal safety. So, those that some some people might not know what I just did, but those that do get where I'm coming from. Right now I'm going to bring in someone that is uh standing on a couch who always likes to throw jabs at me from the couch, if he can jump up high enough. That's my co-host, my guy, my ace, Jerry Black Panther Taylor. What's up, JT? No Black Panther today, bud. Are are, are we scared today, or are we just not going to, we're just going to roll over and, and take it? Is that is that what you're telling me? No, um, there's a time, time and place for everything, and um, the time is not right, and um, there are others involved on your side that will, I feel, suffer if you don't um, hold your tongue. Hmm. I might be nice. I don't know. But let's talk about some football today, guys. Let's talk about some NBA action. And if we get some time, we'll do a little baseball. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I'm not afraid to speak my mind because uh, you're not going to control me. I'm Django Unchained. Yeah, okay. 
Django Unchained. <laughs> remember that was only, remember that was only a movie. Remember that was only a movie well, in, well, in Hollywood. Listen, I live in a fantasy land, so I might as well act like it, right? Well, no, not necessarily because this is real world we're talking about too. So you got to understand that. Not fantasy, then. This is real world. Big boy stuff. Mm. Not saying it's a big boy, but this is big boy stuff. Well, we shall see. At any rate, let's get down to business. Wow, excuse me. I am tired. You know what time it is over here. Be quiet. You should be well rested. You haven't been on this freaking program for so long. You should be well rested, my man. Hey. My hey, man, my man! Don't, don't, don't blame me. I, I, I was just like you last week. I was frightened, like you, last week. Well, you, wait, wait, well, okay. so, I wasn't frightened. You know, there's, no, no, there's no. a, there's a difference between being frightened and being, um, uh, how can I say it? Um, scared. No. Using common sense, using your common sense, and and know that um, with every action is a reaction, and know that maybe you or I can deal with that reaction, but the others that depend on us will or could suffer from it. You understand what I'm saying? You got to look at the bigger picture. And if you're not in a position to be able to deal with the repercussions that are past you, then there's no need to take unnecessary risks. Such a wussy, but okay. Yeah, okay. You be what you, you <laughs> be strong and hard headed like your um Cousin. your uh, <laughs> zodiac sign or something like that, and then. Oh. Um, and then um, you'll be uh saying why? Why did this happen to me? When you could have avoided it if you had just showed some type of discretion and some common sense, and know when to pick your fights and know when to step back for a moment. All right, all right, all right. Well, anyway, that's my that's my elderly lesson for you today. How's that? Okay. All right. Let me Wayne. ask you something real quick. Let me ask you something real quick. Real quick. Go ahead. Go ever, ahead. Ever, ever heard of the the um, tale of the young bull versus the old bull, or young bull and the old bull sitting on a on a on a, on a, uh, uh, a hill overlooking uh, a bunch the of pasture um, heifers? Bunch, yes. Yes. Exactly. Ever heard that story? Yes, I have. It's not fresh on my mind, but I have heard of it. Yes, okay. Instead of running down there and grabbing one, you can take your time and get all of them. I have them all. Yeah, I know. I know. Yes. Just patience, my man, patience. All right, all right, all right. Well, here's the deal. My patience has run thin, but I'm going to move on to a subject that uh, never ends. <laughs> my my patience ran thin last night. Last night too, one of your buddies. 
I've taken care of that situation. But uh, you told me not to go political. So why why you got to bring it up? Why you got to bring it up? See? See? Your fault, not mine. It's your fault. It, it, well, no, it's your fault. It's your fault. How's it my you know fault? Why, you know why it's your fault? Because you have the friends that you have or you have associates that you have that I, I, I can't believe. I, I, I just, it blows my mind, the, the associates that you have that feel it's, it's free reign to express uh, certain views like it's, like it's well, I, I should say it's, nowadays is normal, but let's go to football or basketball or baseball, whatever you want to go to. <laughs> See, I'm gonna bring you in. I'm gonna bring you in, and, and to think that these people are the people that defend the country. Think about that there for a second. You were there long before I was, and yeah, now it's even worse. Yeah, I know the mentality, man. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. So. Trust me, being in the, being being involved with the military is the is a very conservative organization. You and I both know that. Yeah, well, that that's that's what it is. But anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about some NFL, okay? Um, sure. That's our foundation, and then we'll get to some NBA um, because my knowledge on a lot of these players that we're about to talk about is very limited. So I'm going to rely on you and your expertise in order to. Uh, power us through. Uh, I'd like to talk about uh, just uh, Mike Mayock's top five potential uh, football players coming into the combine. Um, I want to talk about three positions today and then probably three positions next week um, as the, the combine goes on. But I want to talk about quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers. Uh, according to Mike Mayock, these are the top five in each position, and I want to get your opinion on all five in each position. We're also going to uh, dabble a little bit into uh, basketball as far as the Boogie Cousins um, or the Marcus Cousins, if you didn't know who Boogie was, and uh, Unibrow, Anthony Davis, tag teaming up and the possibilities that they have with Drew Holiday um, and possibly uh, getting to know each other a little better and making a push for the playoffs and any other possible trade or non-trade that happened in the NBA that could make a difference in the outcome of the this year's NBA uh, playoffs slash finals. Further, um, Major League Baseball begins in let's say a month. In one month, exhibition, exhibition games are being played as we speak. Correct. So, you know, MLB Network is going thirty and thirty, or thirty-two and thirty, um, mm-hmm. and they're going through all the the different teams and who's hot and who's potentially going to be the most improved and stuff like that. I want to get your thoughts on it. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Um, and if we have time left, which we probably won't, that's why I made it an hour long just to control myself. Cause I knew I, if I had more time to kill, I, I would definitely 
going to uh, topics that I really, really want to talk about and people I really, really want to talk about. But we're not going to do the podcast. Huh? What'd you say? I cut my nose, nose off up. and spite my face. Yeah, don't do that. But I, I, I'm not on on, on Saturday, the Sunday's program, the NASA plan, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're sticking strictly with sports. On 8 p.m. Thursday night with the FSP crew show, we're sticking strictly with sports. Your your brand is going to stay on sports and not jeopardize what you're trying to build up and, and to uh, go on in the future. So, Well, here's no the problem. thing. No but problem. here's the thing. Yep, it, as long as I'm not doing it, you can touch whatever you want. So... Uh, we're called fantasy sports and politics. You know, if I'm, if I'm discussing, if I'm discussing it, then there's potential. But if the views are expressed by those that, you know, associate with me, then so what doesn't matter. It's, it's not me. Um, I'm not leaving any, see, the environment you are in right now is not a democracy. Understand what I'm oh. saying here. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's not a democracy, so I'm not going to leave any kind of wiggle room for anyone to um, slip in and give any anyone an excuse to do what they want to do because of what um, may have taken place, person, on your network. So, well, this not is Breitbart. It, it's not Breitbart, but I understand what you're saying. I understand, I understand completely. So I, okay. I, I will. I'm, I'm, I'm looking out for you, man. I'm definitely looking out for you. I know, I know that. That's why I said I got it. Um. Anyway, let's move on and talk about this here. Um. Let's start with the quarterbacks. Mike Mayock. Now I'm gonna run down the names. I'm gonna run down the names. And I want you to uh, talk about the names as we do this. So Mike Mayup currently going into the combine has Deshaun Kaiser, Notre Dame quarterback, ranked number one. Then Deshaun Watson, Clemson, number two. Mitch uh, Trubisky out of North Carolina, number three. Patrick Mahomes, the second out of Texas Tech, number four. And California's Davis Webb, number five. Now, here's the deal. There's been some type of uh, fight. Well, Kaiser actually lost his job um, at Notre Dame. Uh, I don't know if it was the Kelly issue or whatever, but he's Mike Mayock's number one. And that's interesting to me because a person that has not, you know, uh, or wasn't focal point of the of the organization for a couple of uh, games, because I don't know why, but uh, is the number one quarterback. Now, I've seen Kaiser play. Black kid at that, that is uh, very athletic. No, I'm, I'm about to explain. I'm explaining. Mm-hmm. It was a black kid that was very athletic as well as accurate at the quarterback position 
a year mm-hmm. ago was 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 an extremely surprise talent, but for some reason, I don't know if it was the recruiting class or whatever, he didn't stand up to the to the test this year and was blamed for a lot of Notre Dame's losses this year. I mean, the quarterback position gets that. But looking at the Notre Dame games, he wasn't the problem. And yet he took a lot of the blame. But Mike Mayock has him ranked number one as as the best you know prospect going into the draft. I I think Deshaun Watson should be number one because he has a better body of work, um, in my opinion. Now North Carolina's uh, Mitch Trubisky, you know, tall kid, good arm, but I don't see that he has all the tools. So I have a twofold question: Are the are just the quarterbacks coming out this year not that good? Or am I misjudging uh, all these people other than Watson? You know, Kaiser, you know, he he needs some, some seasoning. But I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? First, let's start off with Kaiser. Got a big arm, and a lot of quarterbacks with big arms think, think they can fit all, every throw uh, into tight windows, um, he he can make all the throws. Let me put it that way. But he has a tendency to get stuck on his his, his primary read, and uh, may have trouble seeing the whole field and being able to um, hit a flashing target. Um, NFL so comparison, they say. NFL comparison, yeah, he he ran for what eighteen touchdowns or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, making him athletic, as they like to say. Yeah, he's an athletic quarterback. Yeah, there's a lot of athletic quarterbacks back out there. Um, I think he lacks he supposedly lacks his season, but I guess because um, he's got a lot of and potential can get coaches fired. He got he can um, he's a lot of got a lot of potential. And and um, may have more upside than uh, what people have seen in Deshaun Jackson. Now, uh, speaking of uh, Deshaun Jackson, uh, which uh, Mike May, from what I'm seeing here, has him um, number two. He won the uh, Watson, not Jackson. I'm sorry, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Okay, you're right. Thank you for correcting me. Oh, my God. First time in God knows how long you corrected you know me on a name. On a name. But that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, a on a name. For, yeah, on a For the um, Heisman twice. Um, very good leader. Uh, good po- he's good in a um, good pocket presence. Um, has a lot of mo- mobility, just like you know. Um, he's a little on the thin side, uh, two fifteen, six three, a little on the thin side. A bit more than likely, he'll probably add in, and I'm just speculating. I'm thinking he'll add at least ten pounds on his body. He'll be about two twenty five with the same weight. 
Um, I, that's where I see him at. I can't see him any bigger than that. Um, and hopefully that's um, mostly muscle that he puts on because he's going to need to do that to um, be effective if they he gets into a um, offense that's going to definitely use his um, uh, legs. Um, he has the tendency to drop drop his release point, which is uh, and, and once he does that, quite naturally. You being an offensive guy, he drops his release point. The, the ball has a tendency to sail um, versus being uh, over the top like um, Kaiser is. Uh, from what I'm seeing here, and, I, and I, this is just what I'm seeing, that they, they, he's like a Marcus Mariota. Now, if he's somewhere near Marcus Mariota, that's a good thing for whoever drafts this kid. Probably go to Cle- Cleveland, maybe Cleveland. Um, I'd be surprised if um, Cleveland doesn't take a quarterback. Uh, the other other guy that's next on my max list would be um, come on. I'm looking at it while we speak here. Uh, Mitch, Mike, Mitch, Mitch. Yeah, thank you because you just you just did it again. Oh my God, this is this a monumental day today. <laughs> Silence, punk. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. He's six three, two twenty. Um, he's got a good frame. Uh, he he's um got a decent arm. He's got the uh, mobility in the pocket. Uh, problem with, with his is is uh, one of the the problems that ninety eight percent of his dropbacks came from shotgun. So he's he, he's got to learn just like Marcus Mariota and a lot of these quarterbacks that are coming out of college to take snaps under the center and to be able to use that footwork to get a three five or seven step drop back. Um, he's got the size, he's got the big arm, and the ability to throw the ball with accuracy from the pocket or on the move. Um, Supposedly he can he, he can read the the whole field, um, and from what I'm seeing, the NFL comparison is like a Matthew Stafford. Um, upside, if he's a Matthew Stafford, the the good Matthew Stafford and not the bad, uh, that'll be a windfall for someone who picks him in the draft if he doesn't go past if he doesn't go in the top ten. More than likely he will. Um, then they have uh, Patrick Mahomes. Now, I don't know too much about this kid um, and Patrick Mahomes. Um, Texas Tech. He, Texas Tech, yes. And um, But he's 6'3", 215. Now, you see all these guys are basically have the same frame, same height, same frame. 6'3", 215, 220, 225, somewhere around that. Um, quite naturally, he ran the spread – Attack just like a, a lot of quarterbacks nowadays. Um, he's got a big he's arm. He's got a gun. Yep, he's got a gun. He's got a big arm, but a lot of these quarterbacks with big arms um, are, are, are are rough around the edges, thinking they can fit anything and everything into uh, 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 a window. Because they have big arms. Now, this is he played in a spread offense. More like most of the time, a spread offense, one one read and you throw it. And 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 
Now he's going to go to an NFL pro-style offense where he's got to be quite naturally take snaps from under center with the three, five, seven step drop, read the defense and throw it to where um, the most uh, favorable uh, option he has in the passing offense. Um, and a lot of these quarterbacks with strong arms don't have the mental game to deal with it. They just think they rely on a, a physical athleticism versus being mentally in the game and having to analyze on a, on a quick basis to get the ball to the best option on the offense at that time. Um, he, in, he can be inconsistent. And like I said, he needs to play inside the offense and show more discipline. Okay. Big arm don't mean nothing um, if you're somebody like Jay Cutler, and that's what his comparison is. Um, and that's 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 not a good thing, uh, in my opinion. If you it can be compared to Jay Cutler, physically wise, physically the, with that ability, but with a Jay Cutler, uh, hopefully he doesn't have the same demeanor, and personality. All right, uh, we're talking about the last one that Mayock says that he likes. This guy's a little bit bigger and a little bit in, in, in all ways, 6'5", 229, about 230 pounds. So he's a bigger bigger quarterback. And I was talking about Davis, Davis Webb from California, another quarterback from California. I'm not, I'm, I think I'm, if I'm not right, if I'm not wrong, uh, Jared Goff was from California. Am I right about that? That is correct. Okay. So he dealt with the same type of offense, um, and uh, and and is a more or less a pocket quarterback. Now he he he's a he's got a high release, and he, he supposedly he's a rhythm passer. Um, he's too he's too robotic, like he's been pushed down the assembly line for, for quarterbacks, and. Maybe his decision making um, is not up to snuff, and he's going to have to be um, coached up on that. Uh, but and, and unfortunately, and I'm looking at the comparison. Unfortunately, they compare him to Brock Osweiler coming out of college. Now, the bottom line, in my opinion, this is a very, very and I could be wrong, one of these jewels, maybe not one of the top five that Mayock puts out there, um, weak class quarterbacks, very weak class of quarterbacks. So I, I can see probably some of these, and, I, and I, I, would, I couldn't justify it. But because teams need quarterbacks, some of these, te- some of these quarterbacks are going to be um, pulled at, in, into the um, first round, probably – Deshaun Watson, who, I mean Deshaun Watson, who's a name, um, uh, uh, and also um, Trubisky, who's a hot name. Uh, but I'd be surprised if these other guys um, be uh, drafted in the first round. But uh, it only takes one team to like a quarterback. So, well, that's what I'll I got put it this way. I'll put it this way, Jerry. Cleveland's not picking a quarterback number one overall. Um, they owe RG3 some money, so he's going to come back and compete at least for that position. Um, and I believe one of the Cleveland players said that he wants them to draft defense 
uh, I forget it's one of the, I think it's uh the left tackle long not long um whoever the left tackle is he said that Cleveland should draft a defensive player and should make the draft all about defense I kind of agree with him on it because though Cleveland was terrible last year there were flashes in each game that they played that showed that um one or two little things could have changed the outcome of the game, whether it was a pass interference call, whether it was a breakdown in coverage, whether it was whatever. And the top-rated player is a defensive end coming out of college. Now, the thing is, Cleveland runs a 3-4. He would not fit the 3-4 scheme. It will be just like trying to put um, – what's my guy? Demario – not Demario, but Mario Williams – uh, who's a classic 4-3 uh, defender, rush defender, into a 3-4 like they did in Texas. It didn't work. It just didn't. Now, this kid coming out of Texas Tech at the defensive end position, he would fit well in a Hugh Jackson system if he moves to a 4-3. Um, Texas A&M. Texas A&M, thank you. Um, and we're going to get to those guys probably next week, but he supposedly is a top rated person, uh, coming out of college. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's why I don't think that Cleveland will go number one because the the only one that looks polished to me is Watson and Watson even made some, some costly, uh, mistakes in the championship game. Uh, both times both seasons he just ends up winning this year's championship game um now like i said i like kaiser he is a one two and done quarterback what i mean by that is first read second read i'm gone that's the way kelly you know ran his system there in the beginning notre dame had a very, very good running back or, or, or running game. If you go to Cleveland, you have two good running backs, but and, and they, they hammer them. They do hammer them, uh, the backs, that is, but uh, I just don't think it's good enough to, to take care of a, a, a rookie uh, quarterback. I just don't think it is. So, with that being said, uh, Watson, to me, is the better quarterback of of the five that we mentioned. Prototypically, Davis Webb, as you said, coming out of of a a factory off the assembly line, is the height, and, and he has the measurables of what the NFL wants. But, but just like golf, the the problem is, is he ready to step right in and take control? And I will argue that that's one of the reasons why Aaron Rodgers didn't take the job from Brett Favre when he was supposed to. I will argue that that's why, you know, Aaron Rodgers spent three or four years on the bench 
behind Brett Favre to learn how to do all that stuff the way he does it and hone it. Unfortunately, we're in a a situation where these quarterbacks, none of them, if they're drafted in the first round or maybe even the second round, are in a position to sit behind anybody and learn. Now, I can see one of these guys going to Washington. I absolutely can. Because what will happen is Washington will probably let uh, Cousins go, which I think is a smart move, and don't pay him $25 million a year, not even a franchise. And if they do franchise him one more time, that's just a year, which will give them an opportunity to uh, try to fix or, or get one of these guys up to snuff. Because I can see that happening. I really can. Um, but right now, you're looking at Cleveland at number one. Uh, who's at number two? They don't need a quarterback. San Francisco. They need a – I know talks are broken down with Colin Kaepernick, and I know Kaepernick may be out of the door. But Cal Shanahan has a upgraded RG3 with uh, Kaepernick. At least I believe Kaepernick's better than RG3. Even though I love RG3, at least Kaepernick now goes through his progression. Now, his accuracy is not good at all, but it's, it's better than what it was three or four years ago. So you got that that you can work with. And you never know what's going to happen with the Kyle Shanahan offense. You never know. So we'll see. Anyway, uh, those top five of Mayock's picks, all interesting. Um, I only see one jewel out of them all, and that's because Watson has had the opportunity. Yeah. Excuse me, I apologize. But Watson has had the opportunity to be uh, molded a little bit in those pressure situations. Let's think about it this way. All the schools that the top five quarterbacks at Mayock, only one of the quarterbacks of those schools has been in a super pressurized situation. Let's think about that. Has California been fighting for a national championship or being perennial uh, competitors for the national championship? No. Texas Tech? No. North Carolina? No. Notre Dame? Should have been. At least they were uh, a year ago, but this year didn't happen. So given that North Carolina was actually in the hunt for the ACC title. The ACC is weak. Let's just be honest. They're weak. Texas Tech. Texas Tech hasn't been relevant really since Crabtree. And that was because of Crabtree. As I already said, California, the the Bears, when they had Marshawn Lynch and Aaron Rodgers at the same time, And Deshaun Jackson. Think about it. Think about it. California had 
three stars on one team, and they still weren't competitive. You know? So we'll see. Let's move on to uh, the running backs. Let me me, me just interject this real quick. I should have said this at the beginning of this before we got to the quarterbacks. Uh, And I said this um, when I said it. I said it on a a text to uh, a group text that uh, I'm in uh, with with guys in another fantasy league. In my opinion, the weakest point or weakest positions in this draft are quarterback and offensive line. The strongest points that I see are all on the defensive side because there's going to be a lot of defensive players taken in the first round um, exclusively in the first round. There's going to be a lot of defensive players taken and maybe a couple of uh, running backs. Um, So the strongest part I see in this is the running backs, wide receivers, um, and the uh, defense on all three levels in this draft. Quarterback, Wide receiver, quarterback, and offensive line are the weak weak parts of this uh, of this draft. In my I can opinion. agree with that. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. But here's the thing: those are the two positions that have to work mm-hmm. on an NFL team in order well, to not, you know, end up having your defense on the field forty minutes of a sixty minute game. And, you know, we're about to go into the running backs. None of these backs can be productive in any level without a decent offensive line. And I kind of disagree with the way Mayock has them ranked, uh, but it is what he says, and we're going to break that down right now. He has David, I mean, excuse me, Dalvin Cook from Florida State, number one. Number two, Leonard Fournette. Number three, Christian McCaffrey. Number four, uh, Alvin Kamara from Tennessee. And number five, Joe Mixon out of Oklahoma. Now, I'm going to tell you, and this isn't because I'm an OU grad. I think Leonard Fournette should be number one. I think Joe Mixon should be number two. I think Dalvin Cook should be number three. Then Christian McCaffrey at number four. With a, a four one and a I mean a four A and a four B uh with Alvin Kamara based upon his rankings. Now the reason why I say that is because Leonard Fournette is a very, very uh rough and rugged fighter of of, of a running back. He was the complete offense at LSU. Literally. The the complete offense of of that school. Um and he's proven that he can do it. Now he had a couple nicks and stuff last year, um, which I think had he not been trying to come to the NFL, I think he would have played through them for the school. But because he didn't want to be like a Jadavion Clowney and say, well, I'm not going to play my last year because I'm going to the NFL, da 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 He wanted to do something for the school. And <clears throat> he played a little hurt. 
and someone got in his ear and said, nope, you're going to ruin your, your stock value, which in a way he did because he was coming in to this past season as possibly the consensus number one overall pick. Even though, you know, um, some people might not have needed the running back, but he was there. And he was going to be taken in the top uh, of of the draft. This year, he'll, be, he'll probably still be a top five back. Maybe top ten. But that gave Dalvin Cook an opportunity to step up and show that he can run the ball. Here's a problem, though. Mr. Cook likes to put the ball on the ground. He likes to put it on the ground. Uh, I can recall when they were playing Tennessee. He's going in for a touchdown. And out of nowhere, he fumbles before he gets into the, you know, into the end 13 zone. Career 13 career fumbles. And, and that's just in college. So just imagine what's going to happen once he gets to, to the pros. Yep. You know? Um, great yards. Again, the ACC is rather weak. So once it, they got into uh, uh, league play, of course he beasted it out. Of course. But, you know, Florida State ended the season on a very good note, um, winning, I believe, seven of their last nine. But I might be off on that by a couple games, but – the the thing is he I see him having to um uh, learn how to protect the ball better before he gets on the field in any NFL team. But a a solid run once he learns to do that, he's gonna be okay. Leonard Fournette, as I said, he was the offense for LSU for three seasons. Now, there's gonna be a lot of wear and tear, no doubt. A lot of wear and tear on him. But at the same time, if you put him on a team that can give him a crack, which is all he had at LSU, he can run over people. He can make things happen. But is that the type of back you want in the NFL today? That's the thing. You want a back in the NFL that's a a, um, three-tool back. They call them three-down backs. I call them three-tool backs. They can run, they can block, and they can catch. That's a three-tool back. Now, we know he can run. LSU didn't throw him the ball that much, so that's a little up in the air. And he can block a little bit. He's not that good at it, but he, he can block. So... Out of what I mentioned, I think he's the best. Now, Joe Mixon had the pleasure of looking at OU games, and I can tell you, the kid has the goods. He's just a little small, just a little small. The guy can can block, he can catch, and he can run. He has a health issue, though. That's part of it. He has a health issue. Um, And that's big going into the NFL. He reminds me of Devontae Freeman. He really does. But, you know, I'm I'm not 
the expert on this, but I, I give my my two cents. Now, Mr. McCaffrey, Mr. McCaffrey, <sighs> he could be a three-tool back, but he disappeared when Stanford needed him the most. And I'm not talking about the uh, bowl game, okay? I'm talking about when they were playing Washington. Washington honed in on McCaffrey, and he got his yards in special teams in that game. Not from the running back position, and not as a receiving back, but, you know, through special teams. That's the problem I see happening with uh, Ed McCaffrey's son. The kid has talent. He really does. But he's going to go to a team that's going to expect him to be their workhorse. I could see somebody like Jacksonville taking him. I really could. And the thing about it is he has talent, but the offensive line is not that good. Luke Jokel is down there in Jacksonville. Supposed to have been, you know, the left tackle that they needed. Um, not sure, but I don't think he's been to any Pro Bowls. You know, the uh, Eric Fisher in at, at uh, Kansas City, I think he actually went to one Pro Bowl, but McCaffrey needs an offensive line. He he's not gonna be a three-down back. He's going to be a two-down back until until he can prove that he can be that guy to either catch and uh, run with the ball. It's just going to be that way. Um, Kamara. Now, Kamara, he gave Tennessee a spark this year. I, I will say that. Tennessee's problem is they got in, in shooting uh, games with folks. They they just got into having to pass the ball a lot. And that took uh, Kamara out of the equation, except when, you know, he needed to catch a third down pass or whatever the case may be. Um, he might be the quiet one of the bunch that stands out the most. You know, I, I'm being honest when I say it. He's a very talented kid, but he's not going in the first three rounds. I I mean, he's not going day one. That's the problem with that. And if he's ranked number four by Mayock, you know, I don't know where he's ranked with other other teams, but I, I just don't see him going in day one. Maybe mid to late uh, day two, to be honest. But well, that's just my assessment. Go ahead. Three, three of the five running backs that Mike Mayer has in the top five had, at, at one level or another um, off the field issues. Um, whether you're talking about Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, and, or, yeah. or the last person that you're talking about is um, Alvin Kamara. 
They've all had some type of behavioral or off, off the field issues that will may affect them in the draft uh, quite naturally. Um, if you've been following NFL and who's going to the combine, your boy, and I just, I shouldn't say that, but your guy, um, Joe Mixon from Mixon. OU, yeah. um, didn't get invited to the combine. But for all intents and purposes, um, if it's just related to football talent, he should be there along with the others that are going to participate in the NFL combine. So he's going to have to rely mainly on um, his pro, pro day and any private workouts that the teams after the combine will give him. For the simple fact that he won't get that um, national stage of being in the NFL combine, which is going to hurt his draft status, uh, along with the issues that he had. Uh, whether where he gets drafted, who knows? Um, he's a top talent, and like I said, the top guys in this, especially in the skill positions on the offensive side, a running back and wide receiver in this year's draft. I really like the running back class. There's only five that we listed, but um, there's uh, several others that um, can make a splash in uh, in the NFL, given a chance, and um, probably more than likely won't be in the second uh, second round uh, possibility, but probably in the third or fourth round. But these guys, um, it's a deep class, in my opinion, of running backs and a good class of wide receivers, um, and there's a plethora of defensive players on all three levels um, that uh, teams are going to scoop up early and often. I'll tell you like this, because we only got 10 minutes left. Um, we're not going to get into the court, uh, to the wide receivers. So I want to talk about, well, maybe we can, but Mixon, um, again, it wasn't spousal abuse. It was the fact that he hit his girlfriend. I don't know if they call it spousal abuse or, or domestic violence or whatever. Mixon wasn't his girlfriend. He got into a scuffle in a restaurant. Some, yeah, he got it was called his girlfriend. Out of, no, called out of his name okay. and, and um, assaulted someone. So, no, it wasn't his girlfriend. Um, okay. Assaulted yeah. someone. And, and it, was, it was a Ray Rice thing. Uh, later on, I think a year later, the, the actual tape came out. So that even hurt his, his uh, um, status that much more. Yeah, because it shows him going into the restaurant, whatever, talking to a dude or whatever. Um, and the girl gets involved, and I think she yeah. pushes she, him or whatever, she, and she then pushes he hits. Him and she, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So uh, now I can I can get why he wanted to defend himself, but also hitting a woman is is never, you know, the thing you want to do. But but can't win. yeah, you can't, can't win, win in that situation. You can't win in that situation because. Uh, you strike a, a young lady, you're wrong, whether you're defending yourself or, or not, uh, especially when you're a highly touted person. Uh, everything's scrutinized about you. Um, you have to look at, I need to get out of this situation because my potential career is at stake for these dummies. I can remember these dummies once I get to where I want to be so I'll, I don't make the same mistakes as them. Uh, meaning, he uh, 
remembers how certain people view him and, you know, behaves accordingly when he gets an opportunity to uh, take care of himself and others. Uh, Again, a lot of these kids go to these schools and they're stars. Some of them go to class, some of them don't, but at the same time, they cheer for you on Saturday. But Sunday through Friday, you're just there to make the school money and entertain the kids uh, of the school, no matter you know what color you are or or what what have you. Um, your ability is what got you to the school, not your acumen. And I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying by that, but a lot of these kids at these colleges say, you know what? You're here because you got an athletic scholarship. I am here because I have the acumen to understand and and the school saw me and values me more than they value you educationally. You're a rental. I, I'm a keeper, so to speak. And that's the danger of having a lot of these kids grow up and and see the fact that, well, I got to go to college and play football or basketball or whatever it is, because you don't have to. It's great to, to, to have that athletic ability and share it and potentially make a lot of money once you leave college. It, it's very uh, uh, good to have that. However, at the same time, are you mature enough to deal with all that comes with it? That That's the thing. And Mixon wasn't. Now, I've been called out my name before. Didn't expect it, but it happened. Recently, you were referenced in a way that I felt was person that did it. Truly unexpected. And then to add on uh, the part that they said, the, the, I'll be honest with you, Jerry, the part that bothered me the most, not that he referenced uh, your ethnicity as colored, mm-hmm. but that he said, but that he said, I'm not PC. So, you know, it, that 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 gives me license to call you colored mm-hmm. or and your people colored. That's that's the part that got to me more than anything. Well, what, got, what, what got to me is why so sensitive? <laughs> well, well, come on, come on. I don't know. I don't know his um, background um, or or his roots, but if he got called a derogatory name about his roots, I think he wouldn't be. He wouldn't like it. No, he's from Vermont. Uh, older. Um, what, what I'm saying is what 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 uh, uh, um, um, how can I say it? What um, nationality he comes from? Uh, nationality or or, yeah, or place. Place or origin, 
Um, there's always there's always a derogatory name for each person wherever they came from, and I'm pretty sure he wouldn't be pretty, he wouldn't have liked it if I called him that name. So I agree. Um, I agree. I agree. And, and that that's my point that um, I've known him through fantasy for some time, and as a matter of fact, he's the one that put me in touch with the uh, audio streaming network so that we could stream our uh, programs on uh, uh, spot on radios. Um, Mm -hmm. So he, he's an artist. He's a very religious individual and a person that I felt, you know, I could, talk rationally with even though we come from very different uh backgrounds and that's the thing i have a lot of as you said earlier in the show i have a lot of people that i'm associated with that have way different viewpoints in me um and they make comments on my page and on my post i'm not going to censor someone's post i mean if you're going to take up my timeline by giving one-liners over and over again. I had to tell them before, don't do that. You can't do that. You know, if you're going to make a point, make your point. But don't try to block every post on my my feed by doing one word or, or two words and going down. You know, I'm not going to censor you, but when you, when you want to debate and you want to use those types of things, uh, it bothers me. You know, you can't sit here and tell me um, colored or or any other type of derogatory term that <laughs> that goes down yeah. that path. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play that game. I'm not going to play that game because um, – and then to top it off to say that you're not PC, so, so it's okay. No, it's mm-hmm. not okay. It's not right. because exactly. now, now I know – you know, that's the way you feel about people that look like me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and if that's where you're going to talk to somebody that's on my timeline, that's my friend, you know, what would you say to me thinking it's okay to say? You and know, I, didn't, I, I didn't even go, I didn't even, didn't even go down that route. He, he, all of a sudden that came out like that. I'm like, What? That's what I said to myself before I responded. Like, you got to be kidding me! I've heard, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I listen, listen. I I know, I know, and it bothered me, and that's why I blocked him and deleted him, uh, and won't accept his friend request again because it bothers me. And I got another person that's I don't I don't, I don't get what he's doing because he's he's of Latin descent. But he's yeah, speaking I, I, like he's yeah. he's like part of the Aryan Brotherhood or something. And he might be. I don't know. But I know that he was a, a fellow uh, uh, teammate of mine. In fact, he was in charge of me uh, for some time before he went uh, to another location. I think he retired now. But very surprisingly, his views and his comments have have made me very uncomfortable with him. 
Um, but you know what? It just lets me know what people think and how they think until it happens to them. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Once it, exactly. Once it happens to them on a consistent basis, and it's not just happenstance that you know something happens, they don't get it. And I'll put it out there. The United States owns Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is not a state. And I don't want him to think that I'm, I'm dogging him out because he's from Puerto Rico. I wanted to prove to him that the things that he was saying were completely foolish because if you think you're American because you're from Puerto Rico, no, we or the United States actually calls it a territory. It's it's not a part of the fold, so to speak, and that's a that's a sad thing. I'm all about patriotism. Born and raised in Washington D.C., D.C. is not a state; it's a city within the United States. So we both have pride in our country, but at the same time, people look at us differently. Even though we're, I'm 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 quote-unquote, fully American, quote-unquote, whereas he isn't. He, and, and, uh, and to take the side of this far, far right, that's the part that, that worries me. I, you can be on the right, not a problem. You can be on the right. It, it, you have the right to be on the right. But when you want to go on the far, far right, and start listening to these crazy fanatical people and believing these crazy fanatical people. Obviously, you haven't done your homework on how some of these far, far right people view you and people from Puerto Rico, South America, Mexico, Central America. So to, to say the things that he's been saying and trying to push the buttons and 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 deflecting that's the main thing deflecting it's like dude you don't get it you're defending something that has put you down and people like you down forever i don't care how many latins or or african americans or uh, uh asian americans are in the conservative party I don't care about that. I really don't. When you, here's a prime example. Prime example. When the RNC or or when the Republican Party took their picture of the congressman and the interns and all that, how how diverse was that picture? Or the pictures you had a couple females in there all Caucasian I'd say 95% of the of that picture or both pictures 
were white male. Conversely, when you go to the uh, Democratic photo, it's a melting pot of people and cultures and a, a mixing of, of men and women. So if you're telling me that the Republican Party is so diverse, but you don't see it in the representation, you're telling me something that's different than reality. And that that's just my viewpoint. Until you show me that you're truly diverse and you truly mean that you want to change for this, that, and the third... It doesn't matter if Abraham Lincoln was Republican. He was Republican with liberal views. John Kennedy, liberal views. I believe he was Republican, but liberal Who? views. John Kennedy. Kennedy. No, he was Democrat. John? He was Democrat. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. John Kennedy was definitely a Democrat. It was. It was another. <laughs> no. No. It was another Republican that, that had a lot of uh, uh, liberal views, but people thought he was Democrat. He was a Democrat. Okay. I can't remember who it was, but sure, uh, John Kennedy, sure. Okay, but the point is, you know, I, I I can't deal with. I mean, I can, I can deal with these people and their ultra right or ultra left views. I mean, I'm more centered than anything, but if you're going to debate me or or anybody else on a topic that I post, keep it on the topic. Don't throw in some craziness, off-the-cuff stuff that has nothing to do with the topic, just to, to you know, distract from the topic. Because nobody brought up race at all. In my threads, because I didn't talk about race until this person did that. And it's ridiculous. But we're in overtime right now, and we're, we're, we're killing time, which we shouldn't be doing. But I'm going to let you say your piece, and then we're going to get out of here, okay? All right. For those who want to know what's really going on, for those who think that there's a lot of fake news out there, but there's a lot of things going on that a lot of people don't know about um, that could shed a, lot, a light on uh, the uh, current administration, especially the person who's ahead of it. And uh, Vic, I don't know if you ever heard of this guy, but I want to give you the guy's name, spell it for you, and have you look him up and uh, know what the heck's going on behind the scenes. A lot of people don't know about that this guy can shed a lot of light and could bring a lot of people down if the right things come out of his mouth once he gets under uh, American control. I wouldn't say control, but uh, gets to America where um, um, certain agencies want to talk to him. He's from, he's from the Ukraine. He's a super rich man from the Ukraine who's now in Austria. His name is Dmitry Fertash. Capital M, excuse me, capital D, M I T R Y, 
That's his first name. Last name is Firtas. F-I-R-T-A-S-H. Google him, and you will be uh, surprised what's going on and who he is. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I don't know if you ever heard of the guy, but Dmitry Firtas from the Ukraine was involved with the Ukrainian president and, and some U.S. Uh, persons. Uh, and I'm not going to say who they were, but once you look up that guy's name, you'll know who I'm talking about. Is Dimitri Fertach. Is it the uh, the journalist that apparently nope. came up? Nope. Okay. Nope. 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 This guy's live and well in Austria right now, and um, U.S. is trying to get has been trying to get him back for three years. Trying to get him back to the U.S. for three years for him to open his mouth and, and talk. Dimitri Firtash, D-M-I-T-R-Y. That's his first name. Last name is F-I-R-T-A-S-H. I hope you wrote it down because I want you to Google it. Okay. Well, um, it's time to get out of here. So check out Jerry tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. On the master plan, as he discusses what? Going to be discussing the players that are going to be coming up, uh, some of the players for the NFL Combine, um, and anything else that may hit my mind other than politics. (laughs) More like baseball and the NBA. Um, I'm really trying to stay away from politics because just like you, uh, I can go on for hours. Uh, with the with the information or the alternative facts that people like to push out there. So, all right. Well, with that being said, I want to thank my co-host JTAT Money for coming in and uh, talking with me, being a little bit of an agitator as he normally is, especially with his screen names. But that's okay. I'll live with that. Uh, <laughs> And we're going to catch you next week, next Saturday, same bat time, same bat channel. And uh, you said the combine starts this week, right? The combine starts, I think it's Thursday or Friday. So it'll be right in the middle. It'll be the uh, uh, combine. Um, I'm trying to think who's going to be. Probably uh, running backs. Will running backs be on Saturday? Don't know. I have to see, I have to see the schedule. Well, you're going to have access to it, whereas I am not, uh, unless it comes on somehow, some way. But I, I don't think I'll be able to see it, um, at least not yet. So you're going to have to lead the discussion in that, and I'll give you my feedback. But uh, with that being said, with that being said, thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. We're out of here. So take a step back before I get all up in your face I know you got to live, you know I got mine But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line Your voice will be heard, sir Next caller, please And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree We talking fantasy, sports, and politics Fantasy